Happy Monday, or should I say, Happy Monday, Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, a medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter, plus a pandemic mom of two under two. Welcome to Medical Moms of NICU podcast, where we help NICU moms, life after NICU moms, and NICU moms of medically complex miracles worldwide navigate the medical system with ease by sharing medical mom tips, NICU resources, and medical advice from medical experts. We thank you for listening every Monday to each episode, whether you are in the hospital making powerful life-changing decisions for your miracle to thrive, or you're at home adjusting to the round-the-clock medical care your miracle requires after NICU discharge. We thank you for listening to each episode, downloading it, and sharing it with your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Medical Moms NICU, to receive free Medical Mom Takeaway tips. Join our Facebook Medical Mom Unity to share your NICU miracle story and medical milestones you are proud of. Happy Monday, or should I say happy Medical Mom of NICU Day, I'm Tanisha. Today is January 16th, and I just wanted to say happy heavenly birthday to my dad. I know that this year feels different, and last year did too, but I'm thankful that I've had so many great memories, so many fond memories that I'm passing down to my three children, and I wanted to come on here to say that 2024, I've been meditating on it. And what it means to me as a medical mom of NICU, for those who don't know, my son has chronic kidney disease, stage five. He has a transplant, thankfully, and he'll be going on two years, I believe two years in February of kidney transplant. And so just continue to keep him in your prayers, as well as my pandemic babies. They were supposed to start school today, but the inclement weather is propelling us to delay that. But... I know that they're going. And so that's the beautiful thing about this journey. I've been a stay-at-home medical mom of NICU caregiver (laughs) for six years. And so just to have all three of my children under six in school will definitely help me to nurture myself better as well as nurture my family better. I thank God for the grace. But as I was meditating on what 2024 will be for me, it is to love myself more. Love myself more in 2024. That is my theme. That is something that God has given me, and I'm going to continue to walk in it. And a lot of that comes from delegation, loving myself to delegate. I have advocated for my children for the past six years almost, and making sure that they have what they need as well as their educational needs are met. And now it's time to pass the baton to child care. So self-care really means child care for me. So I I want to ask you, what does self-care mean to you? What does it look like? Because it doesn't have to be getting your hair and nails done. It can be taking care of your health, prioritizing your health, whether it's mental, physically, emotionally. It could be taking a walk in the park or right now (laughs) making a snowman (laughs) or putting your body into the grass and waving your arms to make an angel. So think about it, think about it, think about it. But I am super grateful because last week was my birthday. I was so thankful that I was able to book a hotel for a day and a half 
and to really be present for a sister circle and intensive with Yana Ma. She's a licensed therapist with her husband, and we were able to take time to be. A lot of times we are always doing as mothers, as wives, as sisters, and the list could go on, that we don't even take time to be and check in with our mental and emotional well-being because we're always doing. But God convicted me in that experience that it's okay to take some time to block it out for yourself and yourself alone without your family around. The gift of silence is so essential to your health. And I don't get it nearly as much as I did before I had a family, obviously. So to be in that space where I was at the hotel and to really soak up the practices with some of the sisters and to release the trauma, the grief, the hurt, the pain, and to be in a place where you share your story transparently as you know how and to cleanse through crying, crying, crying. Because you are now able to be with your emotions. It's so healthy. It's so healthy. I was able to sing songs, spiritual songs to comfort me. I was able to pray. I was able to journal. For those who don't know, I have a children's book, TKOCKD, My Fight to Live, Round One, in honor of my oldest son's journey. And it's just one book of many to come. But to be able to write is something that I love to do. But I'm not as always available to do it because my life is so, so busy with three under six. But just taking that time and having my husband support that time was huge as he is recovering from surgery. So just continue to pray for him. But he's doing pretty good and I'm watching him closely. But in order to care for everyone around me, I have to care for myself. And so 2024 is definitely convicting me to take better care of myself so that I can be more present with others around me and love them from a full cup rather than empty. And another takeaway that I got from the actual virtual retreat was to set boundaries. Set boundaries. I am a giver. I love to give, 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 give. I will give you the last drop in my cup. I will give the coat off my back and I'll forget all about myself, which is not a healthy thing. And as I noticed, a lot of times we say we're givers, but we 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 want it to be a good thing, and it can be. But when you don't have boundaries, it can be toxic because you're giving, giving, giving. You're not pouring back into yourself what you're giving. So I've learned even in my ability to give, not to give so much that you don't have nothing for yourself. And a lot of that was from watching my dad, watching my grandmother, watching my aunt who has just transitioned give and be supportive of their family, their friends, their co-workers, their neighbors and strangers. And I thought that was something that I should do while I'm here in this life to, to do the same things that I saw them doing. And they were always blessed, which I know because you're giving from the heart. But at the same time, they were tired. They were tired. They were not able to recharge nearly as much as they were giving to others. And so I went to do a better job now that they have all left this earth and are resting heavenly in the, in the, in the peace that God has given them. I want to honor their legacy by not only giving charity, but also pouring into me so that I have better 
better love for others. And so I've been prioritizing my health. Last year, I started to prioritize my health. And this year, it's going to be on a level of mental health to reach out to that therapist, to have that courageous conversation, to set up a consultation and to start therapy for myself as well as me and my husband are going to do the marital counseling because we've been through so much NICU trauma, special needs parenting challenges and pandemic parenting and deaths in our family, triple deaths in my immediate family. So it's time. It's so time. And so I'm going to make that courageous call today, even though I can't take my children to school, which would be easy to do because I'm ready for them to go. I'm going to take that courageous call to schedule therapy for myself. And this is going to pivot us in the right direction as a family of five. And so I just want to say, whatever you need to do for yourself, prioritize it as first. Write it down on the schedule. You matter. If you don't pour into yourself, then no one else will And so you know what makes you happy. You know what brings you joy. Continue to do it no matter what life throws at you because it will throw you some curve balls. But continue to nurture yourself in the process of that. When you give, find ways to pour back into you because there's going to be times where you're pouring and a lot of people may not see your efforts and they may not pour back. So it's your responsibility to pour into you because you know what can make you feel at peace and happy. So that is all I wanted to share today in honor of my dad. I know he's proud of me. I know he wants me to continue to go forth with his passion. Medical Moms and NICU is a LLC where we help you navigate the medical system with ease by sharing medical mom tips, NICU resources, and medical advice from medical experts. We also have a lot of resources on medicalmomsandnicu.com that can help you better serve this journey and as a NICU parent, as an as a NICU NICU caregiver after the NICU is over, there's so many resources on there that have blessed me and I'm hoping that you will take a look at it and be blessed as well. And if you love this podcast, please share it. Share it with those who are in a special needs parenting journey, NICU parenting journey. I love for the things that I have come across to help me to be passed worldwide. And so that is what I long to do. And I'm going to come better because I am nurturing myself better. I'm giving myself time to rest, recharge, so that I can perform at my ultimate level. Right now, I've been dragging, 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 trying to do, do, do for everyone else. But I have to put my oxygen mask on, as my aunt would say, Put your oxygen mask on first, Tanisha, and then you can save everyone else. And so that's what I'm going to do this year. Another thing I wanted to say to you is no is a complete sentence. Do not have to explain or expound on that no. No means no. And no is a way to love yourself more. And so when you say no, mean it. And that's it. That's all. And continue to nurture you. And another thing I want to say is don't be afraid to ask for help. Whatever help that you need, whether you need help with child care, whether you need help with in-home nursing, 
whether you need help with your mental health and seeking a therapist or whether you need financial help in navigating these medical bills, reach out to a financial counselor. Help is available, but we have to ask for it. And also, when you're going through a grief journey, you're going through trauma after trauma after trauma, sometimes we have a tendency not to lean into the unfamiliar because it's it's scary. It's scary. I mean, things that you normally do is out of habit, out of pattern, out of, out of routine. But when you start to do something different that you never thought you would do, it can be a little scary. If you start to have relationships that you're like, what is going on? This person is challenging me to be something that I've never, ever been. It's for your growth spiritually. Don't run away from it. Confront it. Respect it. Love it. Cherish it. Because someone cares about you. I know in this journey, if I be honest, I tried to push some people away because they were making me very uncomfortable in my grief process. And it scared me. And I was dealing with some challenges internally, and I was just tired. But that person really, really took the time to really just pour into me in a way that God would know would be best for my mental, emotional state, especially after dealing with so much. And you could be in a place where you're like, I don't deserve this. Why are they constantly pouring into me in the way they do? But at the same time, it's God's love for you. He loves you so much that he's going to send angels on earth to help you navigate this this, this life better because it's going to be filled with all kinds of trauma, all, ta- uh, all kinds of chaos, all, all kinds of life challenges and, and sickness. But having that support system is going to help you navigate it better and to keep on driving versus stopping the race. And so I am thankful that God has shown me to open my heart, even though it's broken. God can turn your brokenness into a blessing. And so I just wanted to record this podcast while it's super quiet in my home and just say, enjoy the blessings that God has given you and the sorrow that you cry. God is drying those tears as you speak because he's making a way for you to get the help you need. We just have to be humble to receive it. So don't block your blessings, even if they're uncomfortable blessings. Continue to lean into those blessings because they're going to make you a better person, a whole person, a person that will make other people see that you are walking in alignment with God's will. So that is all I have for now. Do me a favor continue to rate these podcasts so others can be able to be blessed by them. And remember, you are more than capable of handling your child's medical complex care. But until the next episode, please take care of yourself. You matter. And I will talk to you next week.